Hey shenanigans listeners, welcome to a new episode and a new season of Shenanigans Podcast with the Strength of She. Due to technology and its shenanigans, we are starting this episode right at the hot topic. We will have to save the icebreaker for another day, but do not worry, all the future episodes will have icebreakers in them. So let's hop into the episode and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Shenanigans. Hey, hey, it's Aisha. Hey, it's Jenny. Yo, baby, what's up? It's Tyra. For this episode's hot topic, we are going to be discussing discussing sex appeal mm. it is uh one of our favorite months at the strength of she we love the <laughs> month the month of love we love uh the black history month of february we love it all so we're gonna talk about sex appeal because one of my friends asked me how to gain sex appeal and i was like girl you got it and you know we can we can discuss it more in depth about you know how to tap into that but when y'all think of sex appeal what uh how would you describe it (laughs) i mean i think i would describe it as like just like you know like flowing you know like have y'all seen one of like the one of those movies where like you know like you see somebody like they look like they ain't walking and i was about to say floating (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could not get that out but yeah it's like just floating you just flow and you're very like somebody that's very charismatic mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. floating <laughs> she think of them sitcom characters enter here float, float. smoke <laughs> and the audience is going <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. heart playing. <laughs> She's such a romantic. She's such a romantic because I'm so ghetto. I, it's like I'm like, ooh, hot. <laughs> hot. When you think of sex appeal, you think hot, hot. Who's that? Damn. <laughs> but what makes you? What What about them makes you go? Who's that? <laughs> um, I think. Definitely charisma. I love that word. I only grace people with charismatic who I'm just like, no, you are for sure charismatic. Like, that's a very specific quality to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just their vibe, their energy, like the energy that radiates mm-hmm. off of them naturally. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel it, you hear it, you see it. Um, like that's what pops my attention. Jenny, what makes you uh when somebody has sex? I don't even know how to ask you this. What <laughs> just ask? <laughs> well, what? It was how you describe sex appeal. Well, I mean, like it just like when I think of sex appeal, it's like okay, somebody that just like. They just do, like, I don't know. Like, they don't hesitate. Like, it just, they just do things and it just flows off of them. Like, when they talk, the words just flow off of them. Okay. 
Okay, I don't. They, I, could, be, they could be speaking gibberish to Jenny, and Jenny's like, "Hell yeah!" I mean, it's how they if, if they speaking it right. <laughs> That's why she like him. That's why she like Burner Boy. That's exactly why. Ooh. That's exactly why she hot over there now. Yeah, I know. I don't give a damn what that man just said. <laughs> I hear nothing. I hear nothing but the color of them, that chocolate on his that chocolate. That chocolate. That's all she heard. That's that's your uh. If they chocolate, Jenny's like that's a plus for their sex appeal. They're floating, and if they smell, and if they smell good. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like if they smell good, they just, I like somebody that know how to work a room. Like if I see okay. you in a room, like mm-hmm. before you even get to me, like we already there. Okay, you now like that? I you grease. Okay, okay. Because you work in a room, so I know you can, okay, this ain't the uncut, but I see you work in a room and I know you gonna come over here. <laughs> <laughs> And working. <laughs> this is exactly why we had to, to make the cut public because man, uncut has uncut us in regular season. <laughs> I, when I think of sex appeal, yeah, I think it's how somebody like displays their attractiveness. So like, mm-hmm. it's like what what characteristics you have that pop out that will make that will grab somebody's attention. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it always has to be like super like sexy or whatever you want it to be but i think when people think of like i think people think like oh you can't be silly and have sex appeal Mm -hmm. but it's like no if somebody thinks that you're funny and they are attracted to Mm -hmm. that yeah that might i'm a a sarcasm i weigh into somebody's (laughs) what are we gonna do I, I crack a joke in a second. They be like, I'm like, I, I get them laughing though. I get them smiling. Jenny, Jenny laughing they draws off is what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man, I gotta be your wingman a few more times. I only got to see you in action at that little sweater part. At one time, and I didn't know Jenny was Ooh. out here like that. Yo. I was trying to, I was being a fly on the wall. I was like, what is she saying? What is he saying? What are we about to know? I didn't even know she spoke to that person until the, there was a follow-up. You should have saw them at the club. Oh, yeah. The part two. The part two. Have you talked to that person? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Well, the the person was, you know, out of the country. So, I mean, they could still talk out of the country, but yeah, return, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes and no. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We we getting off. We getting we, off. We, off. we getting off. But no, I feel that Tyra because I I literally, um, I I could see somebody. They could have sweats on for all I care. And you might be exuding mm. that thing to me mm-hmm. um, with that on mm-hmm. so yeah it's definitely but that's what i'm like for me it's more like energy vibe confidence yeah that's the key. Eye, eye contact that's the key it's the confidence it's the confidence mm-hmm. confidence around me and not arrogance i can't stand the arrogant move 
Mm-hmm. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. I can't do that. But confidence? Mm-hmm. That's the key. That is the that's the key. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Yeah. That's you're gonna, you gonna have me tricking real fast. Cause I'm I'm confident to the point of the Lulu. So I need you to match that energy. I need you to because I think that I'm the shit, so I need you to be that too. Right. Period. Yeah. Exactly. I need someone to be mad when I walk in with you because I'm a laugh. I actually find that very humorous. You are really into that. You really kind of get off on that. I get off on that. It's so funny. I be like, ooh, relax. (laughs) (laughs) You are really into that. I have heard you say something along these lines before. Not that direct, but like... (laughs) Not that direct. No, no, no. But like different stories you said. I'm like, oh, she's into this. Okay. I didn't realize that until I just said that out loud. But yeah, I find that kind of funny. It makes sense. You want my boo? That's so cute. So do y'all think that y'all have sex with you? Not right now. Um, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little raggedy right now. But um, on the inside. <laughs> inside the couch. Yeah, I would say it's the inside that radiates through you like. I'm radiating. My, do I got the SpongeBob waves right now, Jenny? <laughs> do I got them? They coming off? <laughs> Shoot. But no, I'm, I'm really the one. When I be outside. Pop the one. Yeah, because you're very um when Aisha is into you, she's gonna get you. <laughs> she said she's gonna. she's gonna get you. She is not gonna let anything stand in the way of getting you. Like you're gonna get got. If she wants yeah. you, you're gonna be got. You got you already you the hook line is already in. She she's going after you. I ain't even made my way over there yet, and you already hooked. So yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get what I want all the time. Jenny, how do you exude your sex appeal? You know, I I feel confident in having sex appeal. You know, I I don't I I'm not afraid to you know go up to anybody, but you know, I feel like I I give people eye contact. You know, I make sure that, you know, I do my little, you know, do my little thing, my little sarcasm thing. I like to crack jokes, you know, compliment, your, compliment people. With your exotic eyes. Man. Oh, good. Yo. I like to stare at people until they feel obligated to come over. Oh. I have seen you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That I've absolutely seen you do. And Jenny, you and this comedy thing, when I say I ain't heard Jenny talk about comedy and cracking jokes as much, as long as we've known her in the past year, like, what the fuck what jokes are you telling? Yeah, what, like, what, what jokes do you say? Okay, crack, like, like, I mean, create a scenario. I Say what? Create a scenario. You see somebody that you attracted to. Like, what jokes are you cracking? 
Okay, okay. I'll, I mean, it's more like, kind of like flirty, right? Okay, I'll give y'all a scenario. I mean, it's been a few times I've been at the gym. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, okay, this, this should be for... <laughs> I'll just say it. Anyways, so I'll, I'll do a scenario. So, you know, if somebody come up to me or whatever, and they, you know, they just trying to move out my way or, you know, oh, excuse me, excuse me, or... Is it okay if I do X, Y, and Z? You know, I might be like, yeah, but it might cost you. Oh. Or something like that, you know. Oh, what, what do they say back? They laugh and they start blushing. And I'm like, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yo, that's a funny. Jenny is out here making me this blush. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Wow. Wow. I like to not make people uncomfortable in an uncomfortable way, but I like to make people uncomfortable. But you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> like to make people uncomfortable in an uncomfortable way. In an uncomfortable way. To the point that they blush. Wow. What about you, Tyra? What's your sex appeal? You know what? I feel like I exude my sex appeal through my style. Mm-hmm. I think how I dress and mm-hmm. you know, I'm putting that shit on. Period. So mm-hmm. I feel like the way I piece together an outfit may be different than some people. Mm-hmm. And so I think that catches people's eye because they like, oh, that's one. Ooh, she looks interesting. Yeah. Eclectic. She, yeah. She, ooh, she look artsy. Mm-hmm. She look different. Let me see what this is about. And the locks. It's something about locks that get the people going. Period. Look, it's look, the locks listen. and the look. The locks and the look. When I started my locks, that did something for me. <laughs> that is that. You, you talk about how I'm in talking about being funny. That's when it happened for me. At that moment in my life. <laughs> At that moment, you got a sense of humor. As soon as them locks was twisted, you said, no, I never it, knew it, I was fucking funny. No, I'm funny no, I knew, yeah, no, I knew I was funny, but it was like an activation. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like activated even more. <laughs> Humor unlocked. <laughs> an activation. I love that. Wow. But yeah. I like that. It's the locks and the look. That's my little, that's it for me. That's it. It's the locks and the look. But yeah, I feel, and then I, I think I'm funny. So like, yeah, I can reel one in with a joke. You know what I be saying? This is what I be saying to the boy. This will get some going. I be like, hey, what what type of teeth can you buy for a dollar? Buck teeth. Tyra. <laughs> Tyra. I ain't never got a, not got a man off that. They be going. See, They're like, oh, they, look, they like the simple stuff. That's it. I just be introducing myself. You do. <laughs> well, I'm Alicia Rose. Hi, I'm Alicia Rose. <laughs> you do. You'll slide in a DM. Period. I love sliding in a DM. Don't get me gifting. That's where my sense of humor. I'm a gift connoisseur. I will give. Oh, I love. Them. I love me a good gift. Oh, I do good gifts. I love. I mean, you're gonna want to keep talking to me. 
it just makes the conversation animated. Like, you know, it just takes it to another level. Yeah. Because now you, this is my real reaction. This is my real reaction. This is exactly how I'm saying this to you. I mean, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So for people who feel that they don't have sex appeal, how can they tap into it? I think that they will have to... I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think, I think I mean, they would, Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, to start, I would think that they would need to determine what makes them not feel sexy. Mm, mm -hmm. Because I think for me, like, um, that's why I was like, I don't feel sexy right now. Um, because I know for me, it's although I know it's not just about the aesthetic, I know that when I feel good about my aesthetic, it lets my actual sex appeal come through more clearer or confidently from within. And so I'm like, you know, even if my hair is not done, if I just feel put together, I feel cute. Even if I just feel naturally, simply cute um, or feel like myself, I don't know. Like then, then I feel sexy. So I think mm -hmm. that... You, they would have to determine like what makes them not feel sexy whether it's that or maybe they don't know how to carry conversation maybe they feel like they boring because some people be boring that's very unsexy to me um uh, <laughs> you you a little boring like you might need to practice having conversations with people like i think mm -hmm. you just have to figure out what that thing mm -hmm. is yeah that's a good that's a good tip mm -hmm. i think that um you have to figure out what makes you feel confident, what about yourself that you like, and then how can I make that 3D? How can I display that? How can I show that? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, through my either my actions or my, my personality, you know, how I move your actions. Mm -hmm. But I think that'd be a good way to, to start. You got any tips, Jin Jin? Yes. Okay. So let me, let me tell y'all, this is what, this is what you need to do. This is the, uh, uh, <laughs> this is the sex appeal starter practical kit that you need. Get you a good perfume that you like. Okay. Get you a good three jokes that you just got pull out your bag. I mean, you just got to be ready to pull them out. Three. You can use mine. It worked. One. I gave you one. You 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 got one right there. So come up with two more. Yep. No good jokes. And find you one decent outfit that you love on yourself. There you go. There you That's your starter kit. There you go. You just build upon that. There you go. The sex appeal starter kit. Thank you for the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I love that. I love that. Yeah, everybody has, if you are a sexual person, you have sex appeal. You got to figure that out. Yes. Find out what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, ask a friend. If you don't know, yeah. ask, reach out to a friend. Find somebody who sees you. They'll tell your female friends will tell you. Yeah. If you have male friends that, you know, y'all have that type of relationship where you can talk to them about that, they will tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ask the friend. Hey, hold on. Now I want to ask y'all. Uh, uh, cause, but I relate to. <laughs> That's so funny. You say that. Be 
because I feel like I feel like ever since you started dating this wonderful human being, I feel like you kind of really popped out. Like your sex appeal, like naturally though. Ooh. Like, I can I can tell that you're being loved properly. Show love to yourself. Mm. Mm. I love that for me. Mm-hmm. I love that for you too. Oh. Didn't you agree? I agree. I I agree, but I also feel like I feel like you've had like this thing about you. Like when we're out, like I mean, I don't know how to like. It's just like we just talked about what sex appeal is. Like when you talk to people, like you know the people that you want to talk to, like you just you know you do your little thing. Like you just have this like you know. That's because Aisha fun like you know energy. Yeah. Aisha's like, look, I'm here not for a long time, but a good time. So we're going to get the party started. That's the period. Yeah. Where's the party? She comes in dancing. Where's the drinks? Where's the Where's music? The drinks? Where's the drinks? Absolutely. I love that for me too. Yes. I think, but I, what I hear from that though is really exactly what you said, Tyra. And I know I've said this on the show probably every season. I will keep saying it because after my marriage ended, I was like, I am not who I think I am. Mm-hmm. I am not showing who I know I am. And I need to figure out how do I show up as who I know I am on the inside that I don't feel like people get to see. And so I've literally spent years tapping mm-hmm. into those parts and trying to literally, like you said, make those 3D. So I love that. I love that. I, I love that. I, yeah. I think a part of it is who you are. It's not just yeah. a relationship. I just think they happen to align. Mm-hmm. And so it's really like salt mm-hmm. thing. Period. This saw it's a lot. It's it's Laurie's over here because she, <laughs> she's very much so all of that energy, confidence, work the room, got a little vibe, a little haha, and party too. Like we a lot. <laughs> you know, uh, the last couple times that I have been out, I'm like. I feel like I'm back in my bag. Like, yes. I feel we like. absolutely have been. Period. <laughs> we absolutely have been. We was partying. Uh, the- <laughs> I feel like I'm back. I'm back in my, in who I am as a social being. Because mm. it's like, even if I don't talk to anybody that night, mm. I feel good as hell. I mm. feel sexy. And that for me is, you know, enough. So. Yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad because I know that's so hard coming off mommyhood mm-hmm. and trying to mm-hmm. be like, whoo, I'm trying to feel cute again. <laughs> like, I'm trying to feel like me, but like I know I'm still a new me and like what does new me look like? Yes. And when she come into play, like absolutely. And I felt like the last times we've been out and about and social, like I've seen you be you but like feeling your new you too yeah 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 you know i'm outside 
And then Jimmy, she's just, she, you just like. I told y'all what it was. What was it? It was them locks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I feel like, uh, like what you said really resonated with me too, because like I've struggled or I've dealt with figuring out like who I am inside. People mm-hmm. don't know that version of me. And so I try to, I, I've worked to try to exude that. Um, because I'm real funny inside of my mind, you know, and I tried to put that, (laughs) but no, I think that, um, that's one thing that I really have tried to do is like, just work on like who I know that I am inside, just trying to put that out there more. Jenny, you are funny on the outside too. You have Mm -hmm. us cackle. Okay. (laughs) Like if we let you keep going, all of our episodes will be two hours. So trust we believe you you're you're absolutely funny um but you have definitely opened up though you yes you open up more and more every year like thinking about when we start I like well, i don't know my daughter but i she nice <laughs> you know <laughs> she our sister and she nice and I think she's organized. And maybe she'll write some blogs. Um, <laughs> but no, like you show who you are now. And it's so fun to have you around and get to know like you. Yeah. Okay. Also, can we get into this shape though? Like I can't get over Jenny's body. Like, and I mean like um, Pre Jenny's a gym rat now. Pre gym rat Jenny body was still fire. Still like, fire. You know, Jenny, I'm be get myself together. Say if I had your shape, y'all would be tap tap telling me to sit down. Tell me I, to sit down. Go past some clothes. <laughs> I would be outside making big. That's it. My, it would just be body yaddy 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 yaddy. That's it. That's my whole page. That's the whole page. That's the only song I can use. Like for real, Jamie, that might be your this year because I like you can only make videos. Like that is where I'm at with you. And uh, I don't think that people know how stacked you are. Like Jenny is stacked. Oh my Jenny god. Is a natural video vixen you know the video vixens from before those was going and stuff that oh i'm I'm working you know i've been working so hard now jenny a gym rat because she told me she's at the point now where she can't date nobody who don't be in the gym too so jenny a gym rat she she has transitioned. That's why she be flirting with them boys at the gym. That's what? Exactly. That's exactly what she means. Damn, y'all know what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that commercial? Commercial. Damn, thinking about what's that? Uh, cartoon movie. Baby's kids. What's home girl? Baby's kid. That is Jenny's body. With that, with the hit, the pear shape. I ain't seen. Yeah. I'm gonna find the image. I'm gonna post it. Gotta post it. And like, and I know there's clips of that cartoon walking. That is Jimmy. (laughs) Literally just popped in my head. I'm gonna find it and post it because that's Jimmy. Brick house. Brick house. 
was. Y'all are so funny. We have to move on. We have to move on. We have to talk about Jenny's body for the whole episode. And then it'll be about Jenny again. So we are going to transition to our segment where we are going to be well, be loved. And Jenny's going to teach us how to be the best us that we can be. Yes. And we're going to start with our be well segment. And today we are going to talk about sensory rest. Sensory rest. So raise your hand if you've ever felt overstimulated. Every day. Raise your hand if you feel overstimulated like every day, like at some point every day. Now, how do you know that you're feeling overstimulated? When I, when my brain can't take any more, it says it can't, like, it's like, it's it's like it just can't take any more in and mm-hmm. i just have to like cut the show <laughs> like cut the show it's so relatable like like turn off the tv <laughs> yeah like my brain just can't take it anymore Cut the show. <laughs> I feel overstimulated when my kids, when I'm touched out. Mm-hmm. Like, touched me. I'm doing too much. Too much. I'm touched out. <laughs> Please, just, I love you so much. And I do want to hold you because I know I'm not going to be able to hold you forever. But I need like five minutes of us not touching. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know that I'm overstimulated or any little noise. Any extra noise irritates me. I'm mm-hmm. easily irritated. Oh yeah. yeah. That's when I know I'm like over. Too, I'm too stimulated. Too much going on. Yeah. I was I was yelling at Tristan about uh, something he was watching the other day. I said you just gotta turn it off. <laughs> it's like I said it's too loud. He said I turned it down to a five, and I said it's too noisy. <laughs> it's noisy. It's not loud. Turn it, turn it off. Um, but kind of to the opposite of that, some I, sometimes when I'm overstimulated, I want to be touched. I've learned that that's and I'm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's because I've heard too much. I take in too much, especially being on like calls. I'm in calls and meetings like eight hours, mm-hmm. and then sometimes we have meetings after them eight hours, or we record, and then Tristan talks to me from the time I pick him up to the time he goes to sleep. And I want to take my ears off and go put them on the counter. Like, mm-hmm. so I will just feel, I will feel dizzy, like literally dizzy. Like I'm, I'm going to start telling myself that every day I come home, I'm putting my ears off and I'm putting them on the, on the cabinet. I mean, I'm putting them on the counter for a good 30 minutes, an hour, something. Why do you, why do you answer the phone? Look, my ears are on the counter. <laughs> Y'all are very serious people, and I hope y'all know. When, when my child is old enough to understand these type of boundaries, I will be using this. Mommy's ears are off; they're on the counter. They're gone. Mommy's ears are off. They're gone. I literally have told that child. 
don't talk to me anymore. And he's like, what? Don't talk to me for 30 minutes. I'm going to set a timer. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Look, when my ears are on the counter, I'm an ex deaf. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh my God. We are not well. <laughs> we are children. <laughs> She's oh. my ears are on the counter. I'm an ex deaf. <laughs> Can you imagine just a kid talking to her or somebody talking to her and she's ignoring them because her ears are on the counter? Ah. Ooh, no, seriously. Wow. <laughs> My ear, I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Mm. So, ways that you can get some sensory rest. One, set a boundary. Mm. Set the boundary. Say what you need to say. Say your ears are on the counter. Your ears are off. Say you don't need to be touched or anything. Set your boundary. The next thing you can do is decrease your stimuli. So all the things, turn the lights off. Turn the TV off. Step away from the TV. Just give yourself a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Especially if you are a person who like me probably like all of us they sit in front of a computer for most of your work day take breaks i make sure that i walk away from my computer or i take a break every two hours um when it starts getting warm outside go outside yes spend some time outside touch some grass be one with nature for just a few minutes mm -hmm. If you need to, if you don't know how to discipline yourself, you can limit your screen time. So you can use apps on your phone to turn it off. Because some people need that discipline. I know Aisha's not going to do that. But some people need that. You know, the, the iPhone, and I'm sure Androids too, have where you can limit how often you're on certain apps, like your social media. I used to do that, and then I would always break it, so... I just can't be trusted. I'm just going to tell it. Mm, oh, I set that rule. Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Use earplugs. That will help you decrease mm -hmm. stimuli, especially if you're in a noisy environment or if you have like trouble sleeping. Use earplugs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then practice meditation or yoga, even if it's for five minutes. Because when you meditate, it's going to help you refocus. I know I'm overstimulated. <clears throat> I can't focus on anything that I'm doing or I'm moving too fast. I'm making mistakes. And that is a good reminder for me to slow down. So I try to give myself a little bit of meditation time throughout the day if I feel like I am overstimulated. Or get forgetful. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, I was picking up my phone. I'm like, what was I going to my phone? Mm -hmm. What did I open this for? Who was I about to text about what? Go lay down. Change yep. the channel. Yeah, I am trying to be more in the moment because I felt like last year all I did was go, go, go. Mm -hmm. So taking a moment to pause when I'm in, when I'm being forgetful or making mistakes or my brain feels fogged has really been helping me to stay present mm -hmm. because... Mm -hmm. You know, with all of our roles and responsibilities and 
the Monday through Friday hustle and bustle, it just it becomes too much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one to start this year. It, this, so this year has been overstimulating already. Yeah. 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 What do you do? Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, now Aisha's going to tell us how to be love. What you got for our be love segment? Am I? Yeah. I hope I I can. I don't know how this ended up being my segment still. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Relatable. I mean... It's relatable at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. Um, but I wanted to, because you know, it's the month of love. Y'all know I really do love talking about love and relationships and sex, all the above. But mm-hmm. what we're going to chat through today is about expectations. Hmm. How do you, well, maybe before I even ask that, do you have a romantic expectations? Um, and if so, how did you come to form those? When you say romantic expectations, meaning in a romantic relationship, dating, okay, or fully together, long term, mm-hmm. any of the phases, mm-hmm. do you have expectations around what that is and what that looks like? I would say yes. Uh, I was going to say, do not overthink this, Jenny. I felt I like you were about to. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say that I have expectations. And you did you say, did you ask, like, how did I come to uh-huh. figure those? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I would say over time, just situations not working out and I'm like yeah that don't work for me yeah that don't work for me yeah that don't work for me and so um I guess just figuring out what the sweet spot is for me Mm -hmm. Um, and like what like what feels good and like what feel what makes me feel at ease like I feel like if there's like a situation or something that makes me feel like off like you know like like emotionally off or like physically off then I'm like okay yeah that's not that's not what that's not for me excuse me yeah I think I have romantic expectations for sure and I think uh I can identify them by what do I think fills my love tank Mm. or keeps it full or keep whatever the you know the meter is or the metric is but how do I feel fulfilled romantically? So those types of things. But I don't think I have really like identified them in a while. Like, you know, in a concrete fashion in a while. Okay. I For me, um, it was a mixture. And I would say that a lot of my expectations I've established came from what I saw growing up. Mm-hmm. Whether that was within my own home and my friends' homes. Shoot, on my show that we, that I, you know, be feeling shameful to name, but the Cosby show, you know, things like that, or, or family matters or what, whatever our black 
family shows were uh watching growing up hell even martin like what i understood about relationships or dynamics and mm-hmm. expectations a lot but especially because i'm a visual learning person mm-hmm. came from that but then pairing that with okay hmm, now that i'm out here in the world how does this feel what does this look like um how do you communicate your expectations can i say uh, one point real quick so that you saying that it just made me think about like when I think about like relationships or just love in general, I think for me, like it, it was more so like music, like music, like touches me so much. And I think growing up, like a lot of the music I listen, like a lot of love music and all that kind of stuff. Where I feel like that kind of, you know, like the music videos and stuff, like it kind of set <laughs> like, you know, expectations of what I felt like relationships or love is supposed to be, which is. <laughs> That makes so much sense for you. That's very romantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, Jenny. Because, yes, especially 90s R&B, that'll, that really sets the tone for you. Mm-hmm. Or even 90s, like, it, 90s media culture in general. Because, like you said, shows. Mm-hmm. I think about Love Jones and all of that. Like, I didn't, that's not the first thing that pops into my mind about mm-hmm. how it shapes. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your family, how you see them, mm-hmm. what they do and what they don't do, or whatever. Yeah. How do you communicate those expectations when you were uh, meeting somebody, or dating, or even in a relationship? Do you? I feel like I probably do by making sure if we're doing something that I like. So like. Uh, I think if we're talking about date ideas and stuff like that, usually mine incorporate some level of fun towards them so that you can kind of catch wind that that's like my dating love language. But also if they're doing something that I like or we're doing something together that I like, I try to make a point to like point that out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Um, Or if I'm in need of something, trying to say, I want to do this more. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say something that I like communicate. Um I just want to make sure that I'm answering your question correctly. Can you ask it over? Sure. Just do you communicate your expectations? Okay, sorry. Yes, I do communicate. <laughs> And so that's why I wanted to talk about expectations today, Uh, because I think that one of the biggest thing, um, and I heard this in marriage counseling and we didn't take it seriously. And it was, it's a for real thing. A lot of times when relationships uh, go south or when tension comes up or disagreements come up, you're really arguing about uh, someone not meeting your expectations. And a lot of times those aren't conversations that people have proactively um, or have at all because maybe they didn't think about those things as expectations or um, they don't know where they came from. Like, there's especially someone who has a hard time communicating, maybe like, I don't know, I just, I just feel like that. Or I don't know, I just always felt like that. Um, but it is something 
especially during this month of love, to explore within yourself. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations when it comes to interacting with someone, dating someone, being with someone, or even thinking about like your long-term commitment goals? What do they look like and why do they look like that? Um, and so I want to share a few quick tips on if you don't uh, or haven't shared your expectations before, A, figuring out what they are, but then I want to share a few ways that you can communicate it. A, talk and share. That's the easiest way. Um, a lot of people don't like to talk, come on, but communicating is very important. Um, relationship, even between us, like even with your friends, like it's important to talk through expectations and things like that. But another thing that you can do is do. Uh, and that's kind of what I heard a little bit from you, Tyra. Something that I've always tried to do is I show people how I want to be loved. And so even if it's not necessarily their love language, it's how I really love to show that I'm thinking about you or I care about you. And nine times out of 10, it's the same way that I want to be shown that I'm thought about how I want to be cared for. Um, It's also important when you think about expectations to bucket them. Know that they are never about the small things when they come up as a tension point. You not mad that they didn't text you and tell you good night. You not mad that they didn't text you and say, I made it home. You prefer, you want to know their whereabouts. You want to know that they're safe. Safety might be an important awareness and expectation in your relationship. Um, or you're not mad they didn't hold your hand in public, you know, but you may maybe being seen and feeling seen in relationship is important to you. And what are the different ways that you do that? Um, so think about the bigger buckets, not just the small things. Um, but one tool that I just did recently is to help someone visualize it. And you can do this in a lot of different ways, whether you paint you draw, if you're real creative like that. Um, you could scrapbook. You could go real scrappy and old school and cut out things from magazines and put them all on certain things. Um, or you can head over to Canva because it's free. Um, and I use the grid template. I was smiling because you probably saw it, but I used a grid template uh, within Canva and created a few different slides that said, um, what does love and relationship look like? Uh, what do I want it to continue to look like? What do I feel like it looks like right now? And what do I want it to look like in the future? And I use pictures, not necessarily of us or of me, but of other people, whether it was like holding hands or cooking together or going on trips or um, just all the different things of what in my mind, when I think about being with somebody and feeling love, what does it look like? Um, Because sometimes, especially when you're having a hard time talking through it, Sometimes showing someone can give you more words. Um, But something that's important. So those are just a few tips that I wanted to share of different ways that you can express or articulate your expectations. But one learning that I've had is make sure that when you're navigating, understanding expectations, make sure you are being affirming. Um, Sometimes we can nitpick. We can, you know, tell somebody everything they're doing wrong and, you know, you still ain't got this right. 
Um, but exactly like what you said, Tyra, things that you do like or things that people are trying and then being intentional about, make sure that you're making a big deal about it because that helps them live up to your expectations even more. So hopefully during this month of love and for the rest of the year, y'all get y'all expectations met. And always, always. <laughs> you know, I was smiling because we I thought of Pinterest. I thought you was showing them a board. But you just told me basically to get my PowerPoint presentation together for the next brother that come along. So I'm going to show him how I can be loved. We will click through it. Let me get my slide deck together right. from Mr. Man. Listen, listen. At this point, she laughs at me, but she knows that it is. this is me. Uh, it's very mood boardy. It that's is very mood boardy, Tyra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just how I communicate. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's been, it's helpful. Um, hopefully y'all be loved Thanks Jenny how we gonna be you Or be us <laughs> Um Well we are going to be You By Thinking about The mind and heart Coherence have y'all heard of that Term before Oh what We both just look like like your your mind and heart coherence. Have you heard of that before? Like them being cohesive? Them working together? Them We've never heard of this before. Yeah. So you haven't okay. So, <laughs> um so when it comes to just <laughs> coherence um around the mind and um heart is when your brain works with your heart and body basically. Um, and so it creates unity between your heart and your um, your heart and your mind, and it just allows there to be kind of harmony within you. And so, you know, a lot of times, I mean, or even myself, I feel like I've experienced times where I'm like, my heart is telling me one thing, but my mind is telling me another. Or, you know, we might experience things, and you might um, either your mind is still processing, but your heart is there or your heart isn't there or your mind is there and your heart is still processing. And so being able to be in a state where both of them are aligned or basically are on the same page. Mm -hmm. um, and so it just creates like harmony and it allows you to be more present and aware. Um, and so actually when your mind and heart is in the like in the in a coherence it does allow your body to like heal itself and you're able to um function function excuse me at a higher level and so tyra when you were kind of talking about what you were talking about it kind of made me think about my topic and it just it just seems like we always are just aligned in some way somehow when we record um well yeah um and so one thing um and i there's a this topic is very interesting to me and i know that we don't got time for me to get all into it because it's very like science based like it's, like this sounds very nerdy yeah. <laughs> but it's very interesting and like you know like or even in our hot topic you know when we talk about sex appeal we talk about mm -hmm. what that looks like and it radiates from you like your like heart like it has energy where it like radiates you know from your body and so there's like this like electromagnetic feel around us so we just i'm gonna just leave it there but 
um i just i just find it fascinating or whatever you know what that makes me think about you heard the color auras mm -hmm. it makes me think about the color yeah. auras mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. um so when i mean I know this for myself. Like, I feel like when I experience like my mind and heart not being coherent together, like I feel like I'm more stressful. I, I feel more anxious and just feel out of balance. So there are many days or even to like today, I feel like I just feel off. And I think it's because like, I just wasn't like, it wasn't aligned. So just the benefits of like having heart and mind coherence is um, it increases your activity. You have better decision-making um, skills, um, reduce stress levels, and you have improved sleep. And some different ways that you can um, do that is by deep breathing, um, using light visualization, and then um, also different light muscle relaxation techniques that you can do. So there's just a few ways that you can actually achieve the mind and heart coherence. All I no. heard was relaxers. I did too, and I was like, "Oh, they more." We we turned hippie. On. <laughs> I mean, we are pretty hippie, but that's a little weird. Yeah. Hmm. My heart, my my mind, and my heart coherent. Coherent. Mm. A, a, a word that I really appreciated you using to describe that was harmony. That is not a word i use very often you ever ever and like <laughs> that actually hit my ears very differently because i'm like mm -hmm. damn i never use that word do i not feel harmonious um <laughs> so i actually may take some time and reflect on reflect on that yeah, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's so interesting like Y'all ever have time? You should like look more into it if you're interested in like kind of the science part of it. I'm really thinking over here. Is my mind and my heart? <laughs> I based on I what you, I know when it's not. I definitely know when it's not. I feel like as I'm getting older, I I feel like younger me probably listened to one more than the other. And older me now is using both of them. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. This one last point that I forgot to mention that I thought was just, it's like a fun fact that's really interesting. It's like, you know, your heart sends more information to your brain versus your brain sending to your heart. And I thought that was so interesting because, you know, you think about your brain and you think about, you know, it being kind of the central, whatever the uh, the uh, science term is. Your headquarters. It's your headquarters. It's not your cor corporate it's office. It's the corporate office of, of, yeah, of your body. Yep. But yeah, it yeah, what what from from my little research it says that your heart sends more information to your brain than your brain does to your Ooh, and I used to just ignore mine. Wow. So, that is so interesting. Very yeah. It makes me think of all the things that it possibly might be telling me. And you know, I and feel like I, I, I feel like I've been having these moments of clarity over my life. Like just thinking about things that I'm at in like in my life. Like, I don't know if y'all know that I have this tattoo on my wrist. Um, but this is just so fascinating to me, and it just says heart over mind. And I'm like, this just resonated with me so much. 
Wow. And I'm like, I didn't know this back when I got the tattoo, but I always said I'm always follow it to my heart. Huh. Well, I I don't I don't know how you could top that, but do you have a sheespiration? Like, wow, that was just that is so fascinating. We are stuffed over here. (laughs) A little stuck. I do, I do. So, you know, I for this year or in the years beyond, you know. When it comes to you showing up or even it being Black History Month, like think about, you know, how you show up in different areas of your life, no matter where it is. Um, And just remember that no matter where you're at, if there's not a space for you at the table, just make sure that you bring your own chair. Period. Mm -hmm. I know that's right. What a fabulous episode. Oh man! So many things. First of all, y'all better run this episode up because we have went uh, in high water yeah. trying to make it happen. for y'all. But we still here. We still here. We are still here. So please, please let us know who you would sign an NDA for. Let us know how you exude your sex appeal. How you partake in sensory rest what your romantic expectations are and how you display them or tell people them. And is your brain and your heart aligned? Are they in harmony? Are they in harmony? Let us know. You can let us know at shenanigans underscore pie on Instagram, Twitter. You can also go to our website, thestrengthofshe.com. It is a fabulous site that Aisha Rose put together herself. So please visit us there and we will catch y'all, Lord willing, in two weeks. Bye. Bye.